Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. to the first edition of the Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast. Man, I'm excited to finally get to do this show. I am your host, the only one casual E, Earl Burnett of the Casual Sports Show. And my co-host of this show is the former NBA player, 15th overall pick in the, first, in the 2001 NBA draft to the Orlando Magic. And also did a spell here in the Valley in 2014, and now as Suns ambassador throughout the Valley, the postman himself, Stephen Hunter. What's going on, man? What up? What up? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man. I'm man. I'm good, man. I I just came through your area, man. I just passed through there, <laughs> rushing to get my kids back on the other side of town, down there through the uh, Coolidge area. Came flying through here to to make it to get this thing started. So I just passed you up on the way back. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, hey, you should have stopped by and grabbed some of this coffee I'm making right now, man. It's about to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I, I should stop by a lot because I be seeing your stuff on social media, man. You be putting down some meals like crazy. I'm like, what day? I got to get to this dude house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got to do it. That's how she got to do it. But uh, yeah, man, it's cool. That, man, we finally get this thing going, man. The, the pandemic kind of slowed this thing down six months ago. Yeah. So we finally get to get this thing rolling. It's cool. So, yeah. Uh, yeah been a long time coming yeah for sure so where you how you living right now as far as getting through this pandemic man and how i mean you know i know everybody has their ways of getting through this thing so what's your take on that right now yeah man you know just 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 one day at a time there you go uh, you know, we've been just taking all the precautions you know make sure we wear our masks make sure we wash our hands you know staying away from you know people as much as possible um and shoot man it actually been working. We, we haven't had a call for a cold because of those masks in probably seven or eight months. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's sick because everybody's staying away from each other. So, uh, we've been working out good, man, but we, we, we definitely miss gatherings, man. We, we miss uh, baseball games. I'm a diehard Cubs fan and Chicago Bear fan, so, you know, I want to get to the games and, you know, uh, have a hot dog and a cold right. beer, but, you know, we just... We just got to wait and, you know, hopefully all this stuff dies down and we're able to resume life as normal. Absolutely, man. I went through that doggone thing, man. It ain't no joke. Whole, fa- yeah. whole family had that thing, man. I had it longer than everybody. I had it like for a month and a half. And it it, it, it takes it goes into you, man, and leaves some destruction in his wake, man. It starts tearing stuff all up. I'm still having issues from that thing. but. Really? Heck yeah, man. I went through that last month. All my whole family got it. The, uh, one of my kids... Or stepson, I should say, went. His dad picked him up, and they went to some family gathering. Next thing I know, he came back in the house, and everybody had it. 
And wow. I was ticked off, man. I was really ticked off. So this, I mean, that dude never had a conversation, but we had a conversation right then because I was like, you know, y'all got to let us know what's going on because this thing is serious, man. But, yeah, I had that thing, man, and it was it was scary too. So wow. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those survivors that came through that bad boy. Yeah, man. Praise <laughs> God about that. Oh, yeah, man. for sure, man. There's nothing to play around. Nope. You know, you feel miserable, and it don't last just a couple of days. It lasts weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all depends on what you got going on inside your body, how long it lasts, but it's different in everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, I finally got through it, though. But it's, you know, like I said right now, I'm, I'm having a few issues with trying to smell things here and there still. But other than that, I'm good. But Wow. <laughs> yeah, after, after two or three months, you still can't smell the darn thing all the way. Wow. Yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip. But, yeah, I'm going to... Oh, for sure, man. And stop bitching about it, too. Just put the thing on. Because <laughs> people complaining. But, I, you know, I, I, as a journalist, man, I, I love going through doing shows. I've been doing this radio thing for a minute. And I go through and do, do some research on stuff. And I know you, you're you from the Illinois area, right? Chicago. Yeah. So, right. I, I had, this is like a small world, dude. But I had, I had uh, uh, Javon Carter's mom on the show two weeks ago. And she came up on the show, and she started dropping names of everybody that came out of Maywood, Illinois, and the, the uh, high school, the popular high school down there, Provisco East. And I was like, oh, yeah? Pro, Provisco. Oh, Provisco. Okay, Provisco I, okay. okay, I got that one well, all backwards saying it wrong. But she, she dropped off. Uh, She's dropping names. She's like Shannon Brown and D Brown and yeah. Michael Finley. And then I said, oh, cool. And then she named off. I said, oh. And she said, your coach that drafted you. Doc, Doc River. River. Yeah. I was like, okay. And so that's where the, the small world came in because I'm going to see if you remember this, if you remember this. When you got drafted to the Orlando Magic, on your team was a guy who was in the middle of dropping a rap album. Who was that? On my team? Yeah, on Orlando Magic when you moved, when you were drafted. Oh, two- I know who it is. Who? Troy Hutt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. His best friend is my cousin. And they they they, they were like tight. They were in Carbondale, Illinois. Yeah. And yeah. He was dropping an album down there. And they was living with this dude all through the whole season. They was living with him down there in Orlando. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, that's 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 cool. They tried to drop that album, but it didn't go as as planned. But yeah. <laughs> things is cool though. But yeah, that's, that's kind of like small words. Like our paths could have yeah, crossed way back then. Tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people got it, and some people don't. Right. That damn <laughs> that damn album dropped seventy five <laughs> copies, dude. <laughs> And that was from Carbondale people, so I'm like, oh damn, God. what happened? Hey man, I got, I got admit, like I said, I play with guys every day. I never heard the album, never seen. Oh, it. you never heard or seen it? Never heard it. <laughs> I just heard freestyle a couple times. You know, he was all right. But oh yeah, yeah. He they they did a pretty good job on it, but whoever was in charge of distributing that thing or something, I don't know, but they didn't do yeah. a good job, but. <laughs> but that's just a small world, man. I was like, man, our paths could have crossed way back in 2004. But I said, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But uh, let's let, let's let's jump into a little bit of this, of this NBA bubble, man, and what's going on in these playoffs, dog. I mean, okay. 
tell me, I mean, you've played with a gang of, uh, I mean, a, a lot of superstars. I mean, freaking yeah. T-Mac, Nash, Iverson, Melo. I mean, you play with a gang of superstars. When you get a star like, like say, like say, what Paul George is going through right now with the Clippers, have you? What do, what do guys do on a team when a star player is going through that type of thing in a playoff run and just can't get it going in a playoff? What do you guys do to a guy like that during the during a playoff series or during the course of trying to make a playoff series? Well, well, as far as Paul George, you know, if you're a coach, you know, you're you're basically just trying to help him out, you know, trying to get him going because you've seen him dominate so much throughout the season, so you know his ability is there. So a lot of times, as a as a coach, I'm sure Doc is like, "Man, what am I doing wrong? You know, right. How do I get all more involved? You know, you know, you're you're on that level." But as a as a fan, you know, and, and some of his teammates, they're looking like, "Man, you know, you like choking in a real really big moment." Oh, and, yeah. You know, Paul, Paul Paul George is one of those guys, man. He takes a lot of jump shots. You know, uh, he takes a lot of tough shots. And if those shots not falling, you know, he's he's gonna he, he's gonna struggle on offense. Right. So, you know, Paul has to do a better job of making sure he, he, he he's aggressive going to the basket, getting fouled, trying to work his way into the game as opposed to shooting so many jump shots. Yeah, so you think you say as a teammate you would be telling him, Hey man, what's going on, man? You kinda start to worry about it though, huh? Yeah, man, as one of his teammates, I'd just be like be more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. He do look like he, like, I mean, the same thing in Indiana, same thing happened with when he was with Russ. When the playoffs yeah. start, he kind of get that little passiveness going. So, yeah, man, because it's not as easy to score. You know, playoff, right. the playoffs start, man, starts from open and jump. That's you know, true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, true. Guys all over. The, the, the intensity picks up. So right. it's, not as, it's not as easy, you know, to, 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 to score. You right. Know, obviously, you, you see, you've been seeing Lucas struggle the first game or two. He came on last night. Oh, he but, sure uh, did <laughs> with the gang busted. Man, he's a real deal, man. Yeah. Do you, feel, do you ever feel a little... Doubt or regret that we didn't get him. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm got- man, we've been we've been we've been we've been on a losing end of some of, of some really tough decisions for a very long. That's time. so true. That's that's you know at least our ten year, ten or eleven year uh, drought as far as playoffs. You know right. What I mean, we 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 traded some some promising players. Uh, we've drafted some. Some bus, I'll just say some bus. Right. And, you know, we just we just on one of those cold spells right now where we need some good fortune to 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 happen to us uh, more often than not. You know, right. We're lucky with Booker. You know, we nobody expected Devin Booker to be the player he is. Correct. Uh, we just got to do better in our in our top picks. We have we have some top ten picks that that didn't go uh, as planned. So, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a diehard son, sons for life, man, but I have to, you know, have a, give a, give a true observation that we do need, uh, you know, some work on our lineup and we need our front office to really step up and, and, and build this roster out. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we get to that point where right now it's like we don't need another young kid, kid coming in here. We need to get this thing, you know, up and rolling by now. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I, I like where they're going, though. I like where the, the direction they're headed in right now. Um, yeah. Which brings me to our subject that we're going to get into when we talk Suns. is going to be pretty much about where they, where they stand right now in the draft right now. And do you think right now is smart 
for them to actually go ahead and take another guy? Or should it be, hey, let's take that number 10 pick because we couldn't get no further down or further up. Let's take that number 10 pick, package that sucker up, and get a power forward here that we've been trying to get here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I, mean I, I don't know, man. You know, we had speed, we had a, a nice power forward, in my opinion, and TJ Warren. Oh, yeah, gave him away. We gave him away. Flat screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> flat screen TV. Right. And now this guy dropped 50 on folks. So. I know. Uh, I know. In my opinion, he was, a, he, he was, he, he was today's foreman. You know, we could put him at the floor four and just play four out one in with, with Aiden. But so, um, you know, at this point, man, I mean, you know, I, I, I believe we have the 10th pick. Right. Um, you know, I haven't uh, seen a lot of these guys this college season because of the you know, COVID. Um, yes. Yeah, we have to uh, we have to do something. Uh, so, you know, maybe they should trade the pick and then see if we can get a veteran in there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, somebody with some leadership to try to lead these young guys. Yeah, I agree with that because you know, as you know better than I would. I mean, coming from you know the NCAA to the NBA. Usually when you have that NCAA tournament, somebody stands out during that tournament. Exactly. And now you don't have that tournament. It's like, damn, who do you get? It's like you got to really have to depend on them scouts big time to get yeah. to get it right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you to get somebody in here, a veteran. So Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I actually feel bad for the college kids because a lot of them had a chance to boost their stock, you know. Right. To, move up in a draft but they didn't have that they didn't have that march madness uh yeah yeah so so what do you so what do you do in that what do you do in that instance if you're a kid that's trying to come in do you wait another year and stay in college to wait to see if this thing blows over or how do you get your stock up if you're a kid coming out um i would you know unless you're uh wise men or ball right or that kid from georgia right um, you know, I would, I would, I would stay another year and try to try to boost my stock. You know, have another year of college. You know, um, but you know, just a just an unfortunate, uh, you know, turn of events with COVID. But hey, you know, you still got NBA workouts uh, coming out of the draft. I took fourteen workouts. I worked out for fourteen teams. Wow! And so, like, yeah, and and I went to the NBA pre-draft basketball camp. Damn. So, you know, it's, it's it's there's a number of avenues you can take to boost your stock and be seen. So, you know, just just you know, good luck to all the young fellas out there, man. I know it's a lifelong dream with theirs playing the NBA. Correct. Um, unfortunately, COVID messed up their <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Man. Yeah, they still have a chance to, to do some great things. Yes, yeah, so I I agree with that. I hope I hope. I mean, let me. I'm, I, I mean, I, I do a lot of a lot of um, breaking down these prospects when this draft this stuff starts to happen. When it starts to go down, I mean, in football and I do it in both football and basketball. I haven't gotten too too deep into the NBA one yet, but I haven't really seen anybody that stood out to me to be a consensus number one. Yeah. I mean, nobody's really just, you know how they, you got that Zion, boy, you right. knew he was number one. I mean, we don't have that type of player in this draft. So I figured this draft is a little weak a little bit. So yeah. son's not yeah. that, not you know, not in a bad situation to go ahead and package that thing, you know, because uh, yeah. we got uh, a few free agents that are going to be free agents next year. And then, of course, you can also trade the pick for somebody that's, you know, some guys that are probably in their last, you know, year of their deal next year going into another, into a contract year. So, 
I mean, yeah. next year Giannis Giannis to the, I mean uh, Giannis is a free agent next year, so it's yeah. like, wouldn't this be a, a, a ideal spot for a really good superstar like that to come in and with all the pieces are already sitting ready for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would be freaking awesome. Phoenix is a destination town, man. Yeah. Pick up more free agents here. Right. We have great fans, our media. Um, we have one of the nicest media right. you know, in, in, in pro sports. You know, they're they're not like a New York that's going to tear you down. After exactly. Um, we got, like I say, man, we got great fans, great weather. And, you know, I, I absolutely love it here. So, uh, and then we also have a lot of retired athletes out here. So this this can be a destination town uh, for free agents. Uh, I just think, you know, the guys just have to continue to show promise on the floor. Right. Like they did uh, during those last eight games of, of, of the bubble. Right. I saw guys playing loose, free. And Devin Booker took his game to another level. Sure did. So I think I think we really opened, opened a lot of eyes uh, in terms of um, guys looking to come to Phoenix uh, because they know that we have a a nice young core here, uh, you know, that can that can that can make a playoff run. Right. Hey, when you go back and think about it, when LeBron was in Cleveland the first time, not the second time, but the first time, and 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 things were not, you know, the pieces around him were not all that great, and he just couldn't get over the hump to win that championship, and he left. Right. Can you see Giannis doing something like that? Because remember, he, he, I mean, he's a, he's a loyal type of guy. I can tell. He's. I don't think he's going anywhere actually, but. But but last year when they lost, he was so devastated that this year he's expecting nothing but a win, yeah. championship wise. So if that falls short, maybe he don't think yeah. he got enough because I don't know about this Chris Middleton and all the pieces he got around him can make an actual championship team. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. No. You're right. This is this is a really really important uh, playoff run. Right. At least make it to the finals. Exactly, exactly. And there's some teams that could take him down before he get there. Man, Miami looking pretty strong. Man, during this bubble, all these teams are playing loose and free now. They, That's so they, true. They, there's, there's no home court advantage. Right. And this is a totally different NBA and, and playoff series that they would normally take on. So this is going to be interesting down the stretch, man, because, and like I say, no fans. Yes. Young fellas, uh, as we've seen the Phoenix Suns, going out there playing loose and free. Real right. Pressure of 20, 30,000 people, you know, booing you or <laughs> large crowds. They're just out there playing free. They sure are. So, yeah, there's there's no momentum swings as far as, you know, like I say, crowds and things like that. So this is going to be a very, very difficult uh, championship for for any team to win. Right. Uh, but in terms of Milwaukee, man, they, they, they have to get out of the East um, if they want to have a chance to keep Giannis, I would say. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, because that's, that's going to be critical for them. I mean, if you're a superstar, anxious, he's, he looked anxious. He, he's just like, he just got to have it. So he looked like he's going to get yeah. to the next spot that's going to get him there quicker. But let me ask yeah. this real quick. I mean, I, there's a few people that we can go trade for. We've always been connected to two guys that are pretty much the same player. One's a little older and one's a younger guy, Blake Griffin or Aaron Gordon. Which one would you think would be a better fit? Uh, Blake Griffin, his knees are shot. Exactly, uh, I can, exactly. Yeah, I can, yeah. See, I can see Blake Griffin uh, retiring uh, the next couple of years. Couple of years, um, right. I had, I had knee issues as well, and 
I had six knee surgeries toward the end of my Ooh. career. When you, when you start missing games because of knee soreness or trying to get a scope for the, that means you have arthritic knees. Wow. And once you have arthritic knees, it's all down here from there. So Blake, Blake Griffin is done, huh? Of his career, yes, yes. Wow. Yes. So, um, I would, I would definitely go with Aaron Gordon, but um, I like Cam, man. I, I would, I want to, I want to stick with Cam. Right. You know, I like, I like, I like, I like the guy we have on our team already. Um, I think we need to focus on a point guard position. Um, oh, you think so? We, I mean, Rubio's not going to be the, the answer with the other two guys behind him. Uh, Cam, I mean, uh, Cameron Payne and 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 Carter. No. Okay. No, okay. Not, not, not in my opinion. Not in my opinion. Uh, Rubio is um, a nice facilitator. Okay. But I think that if we get Devin Booker a backcourt mate, sort of uh, like a Damian Lillard, ooh, uh, uh, McCullough situation, then we'll be uh, more potent on offense. There's so, another guy. Yeah, there's another guy that can probably, you know. Be, be wanting out when they see they you know they can't get over the next second round or third round they can't get there maybe he can be a trade piece they can go get that would be freaking amazing <laughs> yeah man yeah. yeah but okay so i mean the 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 uh continuity that the team had in the bubble what do you do with that you just throw that away then i mean i mean because they, they they played pretty good rubio was the facilitator like you said and those other two guys cameron Payne. i mean to be coming to a team that was brand new he did a pretty dang good job yeah, yeah. You know, Cameron Payne plays solid. Um, he's definitely uh, going to be a bag up for us. Um, but like I said, for us to go to that next level and for us to have consistent winning. Right, you know, right. The because at the end of the day, we still finish the season um, almost 10 games under five. That's true. So so we need we need a more more consistent uh, veteran uh, ball club if we want to win those tough games and in, in next next December and November toward the you know beginning of the season. That's fair. Uh, That's sound like a yeah, fair man. point. So, so so yeah, let's 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 definitely look look at the point guard position. Let's let's look at getting another all star caliber uh, guard back there with Devin Booker. Um, so we can have that 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 tandem in our backcourt that can that can really put pressure on opposing teams. Right, and there's a, there's a whole lot of scenarios out there that we can you know which direction they can go, and I'm pretty sure James Jones will make the right decision because every decision he's done so far has been pretty good. But yeah. I mean, next next year there's a guy out there that I think, in my opinion, would be a good fit too. Rudy Gobert is going to be a, a, a free agent next year. Now, everybody would say, well, we got Aiton for a center already. But I'm thinking Aiton may not be the center type. And he's trying to – he plays on that perimeter a little bit more. And those turnaround jump shots a lot instead of banging in the paint like he should. Maybe we can get a center to come in there and actually bang in the paint and, and protect the rim and then move him to the forward. Now, how do you think about that? Would that be something that would make us a powerful team in the West? Um, it will definitely make us bigger. Right. Um, and I actually saw Aiden expanding his range uh, during the bubble. Yeah, do you agree with that, though? Uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's not my style of basketball from back in the old yeah, school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew up in a different era. Yeah, yeah. So, so not really. Uh, you know, in terms of Aiden, you know, when we first got him, when I seen him in Arizona, he looked more like a Shaq type, you know, like a, just a just a very dominant beast. Right, you would when think. When he got here, he, he became more finesse. Right. And um, 
I don't know, you know, if the coaches encourage that or, you know, if, you know, maybe the game has changed, Earl, you know, that, you know, there's no longer back to the basket I, training. You know I, what I, mean? I think so. Because look at Embiid right now. He can't even, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, dude can dominate, but they keeping him on the perimeter. That's by coaches. Yeah. The coaches are designing him to be on the perimeter. Yeah. That is yeah. crazy, man. If if, if my, my I can think back of my high school coach, if they saw a big man shooting threes, he'd be sitting on the bench. Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I hope Aiden, man. I, I mean, I really, I mean, since he's gonna be perimeter mostly oriented, then he still got to get a, a more of a intense, more you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't see him that intense down there. I see him doing a lot of shying away yeah. from contact. And it's like, yeah. we, if, if we're going to get to that next level, this guy has got to turn into beast mode. Yep, 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 yep. They just got to make a decision, man, like how they want to play Aiden. And, right. again, like back to Rudy Gobert, I mean, he, he can help anything. I don't, I don't see Utah <laughs> letting him go, but that guy's a shot-blocking machine. Exactly. He's one of the best centers in the league. He's been defensive player of the year. I mean, he's a... He, he's he's an amazing free agent, right? Um, but you know, we just have to decide how we want to play. Uh, you know, what type of culture we want to have with the Suns, right? Right. Uh, you know, what 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 type of team uh, we're, we're we're trying to be. So we have to decide that that direction um, and move forward with that. Absolutely. Well, we're coming up on. The closing moments here. So usually this is how the show going to go down every week or when we're able to do a show. Uh, we're going to always try to see if we can profile a player or a coach before the day is over, before the show is over. So today we're going to profile this guy. The head coach of your Phoenix Suns is Monty Williams. Building um, a platform and the league is starting to respect who you are and what you've done. We're going to knock down every obstacle that's in front of us. I want to go down there and destroy everyone in our way. Man, I love this dude. (laughs) Man, I love this dude. This dude said that before they went to the bubble. He said, I want to go down there and destroy everybody in front of us. I'm like, man, you got to love this dude. He's been through so much as a person, and then you see it all translate as a coach, and he is he is one guy that you can definitely learn from. You can see him. He learned from his old his mistakes, what he did when he was in uh, – he was the Hornets coach. I mean, he's learned on his – as he came up to be the head coach of the Suns, and he is a teacher's teacher, man. He can still – he can teach them young kids a lot of stuff, and you can see De- Devin Booker's game go to another level because of how this guy teaches. Yeah, yeah, man. Definitely, uh, Money was an old teammate of mine. Oh, is that right? Orlando, yes. Okay. Yes. And he's still the same, man. Very knowledgeable. He was always a coach on the floor. See, that's why we got you in this show because we gonna have a whole bunch of fun just breaking out your stories, yeah. man. Because that is amazing. So he was your teammate. Yes. And he, can you tell? Could you tell at that time like he was like a coach on the floor, or you just knew he was going to oh, be a coach? Absolutely. Oh absolutely. man! Absolutely. Wow. Basketball IQ, uh, extremely smart. Um, you know, he, he's all he always stood by Doc, asking questions. Him and Doc had a very very close relationship. That's awesome. He was going to be a coach, man. He, he, he's always been a student of the game. That's awesome. Man, I mean, I, I would, I mean, I, if I'm paying attention and going back into history, I would have found that out. But you know, when you're not thinking about it, it's like, oh, I didn't know, I forgot about that. It's like, oh, okay. But that's pretty cool, man. He was the bubble coach of the coach of the bubble. I don't know if, if that means anything to anybody, but I mean, but for the Suns, 
bubble. Yeah, exactly. For the sons, though, they needed some type of recognition, though, and some type of respect that they got because they got respect in that bubble, period. And that was my, that was my expectation. And then when, when they, everybody was asking me what was my expectation when they went down there, I was like, look, just don't be an easy out. I mean, an easy out to anybody. Be, be, get, get respect. And that's what they did when they went down there. So, uh, man, this is cool, man. I want, want you to go ahead and tell our listeners, of course, where they can find you. And, 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 and at the same time, what you got going, uh, working on in the Valley right now. Well, um, I founded the Stephen Hunter Basketball Academy. Uh, okay. Uh, we, we deal with youth sports, youth basketball in particular. Um, you can find find us on uh, Instagram, uh, Stephen Hunter Basketball Academy or Hunters Elite. So if you're looking for a club basketball team, we service uh, all kids from the ages of 9 years old up to 16. That's awesome, man. You can also find me, Earl Burnett at uh facebook uh, at earl burnett on facebook i should say and you can also hit me up on twitter at casual underscore e and of course you know you get me through all the casual sports uh social media as well uh all with the same tab k a z u a l with the z at the end of the word sports and that's on instagram youtube twitter and of course facebook this has been the believe in the phoenix suns podcast right here on the hottest podcast spot on the web the believe podcast network from earl burnett Stephen hunter we'll catch you next week suns nation the emphatic follow down and goal for eight big guys ridges Picks the pocket. Ray Jr. with a thunderous left hand. Booker racing to the rack. Scoops and scores. Wow, these two things we got. Crump by the way. Booker drills it. Think about it. Booker, tough drive and finish. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.